Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Bring out the ceremony! It's time for Curbside with the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. news to pass along we mentioned earlier nolan arenado and paul goldschmidt not up for gold glove awards this year they did not make the finalist list at first or third third base respectively however the national league utility gold glove was given to brendan donovan last year tommy edmund is a nominee along with ha sung kim and Mookie yeah, Betts. I was going to say, we know who's winning this, this right? Year. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I think Mookie Betts is going to get this. I think Tommy Edmond is more than deserving, but when Mookie Betts is on a list like that, sorry. Yeah, sorry, Tommy. It was you, a nice try. You earned it. I don't think you're going to be able to get it. All right, let's go out to the 101 ESPN hotline to be joined by our friend, the voice of the blues. He's Chris Kerber joining us as he does each and every Wednesday. Kerbs, how you doing today, man? Brandon, doing well. How are you? Uh, doing all right. So let's start kind of big picture with the Blues. We're two games in, Curbs. It's an incredibly small sample size. I hate this schedule. Way too many days <laughs> off early on in the season. What have you learned about this team through two games? Well, I've learned that the business-like approach and commitment to detail in training camp has paid dividends already through two games. And, you know, I, I think I said this earlier on the Rizzuto show this morning, but you can find out real quick whether your buddies are a glasses half full or glasses half empty kind of person because you could look at the season and go, well, they haven't had a lead, you know, and there's this and there's that. They've given up a lot of shots. Or you can look at it and go, they haven't had a lead and have still picked up three out of possible four points. You know, so how how this all will shake out, I don't know. But the attention to detail and the commitment to defend in the defensive zone, especially the front of the net, has been very evident early on. That's a good trend that I think will continue to trend well. Yeah, I work eleven to two with two guys that the glass or the uh, glass is always half empty. Curves. It's a uh, just a pessimistic <laughs> workplace these days, but that's fine. Oh. I'll be the glass half full kind of guy. Uh, on the offensive side, though, curves. I know uh, Bruby mentioned this yesterday after practice. Talked a little bit about kind of you know the focus has been on the defensive side of the game, and they are working on getting more of the shots. But he really talked about the offense. The biggest emphasis is on the power play, and he said like for our offense to get going, it's capitalizing on these power play opportunities. Well, yeah, that, that, that's a big thing. Look, you've had eight power plays, and in those eight power plays, that's 12 minutes and 48 seconds of power play time. And not only do you not have a goal, you have two shots on goal. So clearly, clearly the power play is an issue. And look, maybe it's a righty-lefty thing. Maybe there's maybe it's where the righties are and the lefties are, you know, on the wing. And and how and, and believe it or not, though, I mean those things. You know, when you break down something like the power play and you look at a lefty pass into a righty shot and things like that, whether a player has to receive the puck on the backhand or a forehand could really dictate what are considered, you know, really threats in the slot on the power play or things like that. And it can 
it can make a difference for you. So they're continuing to sort that out. The loss of, uh, of Pavel Butchnevich for at least a game is, is, is going to dictate some other changes. But, yes, you have to be able to win some games, especially close games, which I think is where the Blues are going to be for the majority of the season. You have to be able to win some games on special teams, and a power play is a big part of that. Curbs, the five-on-five offense is something that we have discussed a little bit, and it's we're not like freaking out. There's no panic mode. It, it's two games into the season. It's way too early for anything like that. However, I'm curious, do, do you think the new system defensively and the fact that maybe there's some thinking going on and there are changes, obviously, in the way that they're playing right now, do you expect that to get better over time because the system becomes more second nature or is this what you expect the offense to kind of look like this season? No, I I think, I think Brandon, it's too early to tell. I I think it's too early to handicap that uh, because of exactly what you said. I think that, and Craig Berube addressed it as well. There's been such a good focus on the, the, the defensive side of things that yeah. You're going to sacrifice some offense, especially in the early going. But I look at the offensive threats and weapons that the Blues have, and, you know, honestly, if, if they get a couple of these chances that they've had on net and they put a few of these things, you know, to the back of the net, uh, we're, we're probably not even asking that question yet. You're talking about a couple of 3-1 victories. But, but unfortunately, concerned yet because they are getting chances. They're just missing the net a lot. With that offense, then curbs the the decision to kind of shift the lines around because of Buchnevich's injury. Saad moving up with Thomas and Kyrou makes sense because they are familiar with each other. But Torpchenko moving up that seems to be more of a Craig Berube rewarding the player for how he's played than best line options. Am I am I correct with that? Uh, well, I don't look, listen. I, I do think that you know. I, I do think that uh, that that. It's a great question. I, like, how do, how do you define best line options? Because well, one thing when you make a line change that you've got to keep in mind is it's not as easy as just saying we're going to move, say, Jake Neighbors up there. Because Craig Berube may really be liking the way Neighbors is working with Oscar Sundquist on that conscience line, right? So part of it, part of it could be that. Part of it could be, listen, Jake's coming along well. We don't need to push him up the lineup just yet. The, the opportunity, the chances are – are going to the chances are going to get there and uh um and, and you look at it like that i think the speed of Toropchenko, uh his hard work on the defensive side of it and the physicality is something that craig Berube's looking at right now that could add a little bit more zone time to that line and i think that's more along the lines of it uh a combination of all those versus just one guy is better than the next. All right, Curbs, final question that I've got for you. We're two games in, again, small sample size. I, I get all of that disclaimers. Um, outside of Jordan Bennington, who's obviously been spectacular so far this year, who's somebody that has stood out to you in a positive way compared to what you were expecting out of them? Uh, let's see. Uh, outside of outside of Jordan Bennington. Um, you know what? I, I think... I think Jordan Cairo has been uh, has been terrific through two games. I, I thought his back checking, his hard work, he's had some scoring chances. I think I think putting all that together, uh, especially in that last game, has been really good. So um, I, I know the offense hasn't been there yet from him in any way, but I think I think his speed has been evident, his engagement has been evident, and uh, and I I think he's had a good couple of games. 
He's Chris Kerber, a voice of the Blues. You'll hear him on the call for Blues versus Coyotes tomorrow night. Pre-game with Alex and Joe tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Kerbs will have the call beginning at 7. Kerbs, we appreciate the time, man. Enjoy yourself tomorrow night. We'll talk with you again soon. All right, guys. Have an awesome week.